Now broadcasting live via so Ustream or downloaded directly to your mobile device. Bagdenboard.com presents the Bagdon Boardcast. Oh my goodness, and that is crazy. Why are we friends with Paul? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm glad I didn't get slapped like right your mom in here. Uh, you said your parents don't listen to this. He just looked at me like, should I punch him? It doesn't work if you're not wearing what? a mariachi suit. Uh, we're not wearing a mariachi suit. I don't know. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Bagging Boardcast. It's episode number 194. I remembered it this time. I know. I'm John. And I'm Paul. I didn't hear. I talked over yeah, you saying fucking it. up everything. But I remember the number. Yeah, but well, you don't remember to let me speak. Well, just you always excited. have to step over Doctor Midnight. You're wearing a Doctor Midnight T-shirt, right? That's, oh. that's well, no, no, it's Red Robin. It's Red Robin. <laughs> well, <laughs> a Doctor Midnight shirt because that was the running joke in Red Robin. Oh. it's that people he looks, kept on yeah. calling him Doctor Midnight. He does kind of look like Doctor yeah. Midnight. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. And we're a nerdy podcast that comes to you in three ways. The first being, oh, I'm going to do it. Yeah, okay, it's you. the week in geek, bring you the top geek stories of the yeah, past week. Yeah, you already started doing it, Paul. It's your segment that you inter you introduce. That's just true. like I introduced the list, which is the books that we are looking forward to coming out December 11th. Then we follow that up with our weekly rotating main topic. I don't have a funny name for this one. We're just looking forward to some stuff that could be happening in movies coming up. I don't know. I got nothing. Our our movie wish list? Our, our villains villain movie wish list? Or whoa, whoa. It's broader than just villains, right? Right, yeah, yeah. but eh, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, who knows? We started with the small concept of the mm-hmm. villains, and then we made it broad when we started talking about it. Yeah, once we start talking, uh, it, it gets kind of crazy. But once we start drinking is where the real craziness begins. Real craziness begins. It gets a little crazy. Get ready to be launched into the fifth dimension, guys. <laughs> this is what we have here is the Samuel Adams Merry Maker. This is their relaunch, rebranding, remaking of last year, one of our holiday favorites, yeah. the Merry Mischief. Um, this is a 9% gingerbread stout. This is the one that you really brought to the table saying, guys, I love this beer. Yes. And it, it was all, it was agreed upon mm-hmm. all of us, and we bought multiple, multiple, multiple bottles of it. Yep. But we saved none of them. We didn't. We had to drink. Because we kept finding it. Yeah. And, and then, then, and then once we were like, oh, we should get everyone these to age, they were gone. Yep. Yeah. Um, I have to say, this doesn't hit me as well as it did last year it's still good but it doesn't have i think it's a higher al- i think there's a higher alcohol on this than there was last year and it just it kind of burns a little more it takes away from that gingerbread taste yeah. that i really loved from it yeah this one doesn't have that ginger taste this is more just like that alcohol burn it's not bad but it's not what it was it's definitely not bad but like <clears throat> last year's tasted like oh my gosh i dropped all these gingerbread cookies in my stout and i'm mm-hmm. just gonna drink it anyways yeah, this doesn't have that full mouthfeel of a really deep, rich stout. It has the ginger on top, but you know, at the beginning, but it doesn't, it doesn't fold into and envelop into that stoutiness. Yeah, and it doesn't even have those burn. those really great flavors. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was the one, the beer last year that we were, all of us were like, mm. is it 
Great Likes Christmas, or is it this? Yeah. This, I wouldn't even, like, it falls yeah. down. Like, it's not even, like, a number two Christmas beer. Yeah, it's not bad. But not terrible. Yeah. It's not bad, and it's not terrible. Yeah. I feel bad, because I was telling a lot of people, like, oh, man, it's out. They rebranded it. You got to try it. It's great. And I then, think it's definitely worth a try for the price that it is. Yeah, it's only like what six bucks for a big bottle. Six ninety nine. Yeah, it's not terrible. Man, I wish I. It just, just so leaves it leaves oh, me that, lacking. The Merry Mischief last year was also nine percent, but it was a milk stout. Mm. Ah, that is this still a milk stout? I don't know. This is, uh, this is gingerbread, gingerbread stout, ale brewed with spices. Needs that uh, those milk sugars in there. It's probably what gave it that nice. <laughs> yeah, that sweetness. Yeah. Well, you, you tried Sam Adams. You still get props just for last year's. That was still really yeah, good. Yeah, last year's was super good. It was good. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I this know. is just an American stout this year's. Okay. So that's that's what That's probably the, the big difference. Yep. Bring back the milk. Bring back the milk. You had something gold. Was, yeah, because that was, like I was saying, like a fuller stout flavor, and it was just... Envelop. This kind of falls flat on the back pile. The alcohol's a little too high. If they were going to do this, they should have dialed back. Because it's an imperial stout at this point at 9%. Right? Yeah. Like, because stouts are usually... They're usually around 5 to 6. Yeah. So so if they dialed back the, 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 the alcohol, I think it would have really served this beer a little bit better. Which is sad to say because I usually love my... I love getting drunk real quick on the show. <laughs> I had three beers, but they don't really count. They were Labatt Blue Lights before the episode. <laughs> yeah, those, those don't count as water. Yeah. It was, you know, starting at three. So, yeah, more than more than five hours ago. So, yeah. So, uh, I'm not going to get silly up on here on this so stuff. Let's get silly on some news, then. Yeah. Because we had a fair amount of things happen. PlayStation 3 broke 200 million sales was when they went uh, further worldwide. And uh, 31, they're now, it's not PlayStation 4. Did I say PlayStation 4? Yeah, PlayStation 3. Okay. PlayStation 4. Well, PlayStation 3 sold a lot more than that. But PlayStation 3 has now sold over. PlayStation 4. PlayStation 4 has now sold. <laughs> it's, you know, these names. <laughs> these names with numbers. There's okay. PlayStation 4 has sold 2.1 million worldwide uh, there it's available in 31 different markets now 31 different countries not bad so you know that was a big deal a lot of playstation uh, fans were saying well xbox saying they sold a million but they opened up in a lot more markets as in because playstation launched here in north america first and it was basically i think here in the uk yeah uh that was their big launch now this was their actual wide release this was so if you're com- trying to compare apples to apples with sales, PlayStation 2 to 1 over Xbox. No, it's the PlayStation 4. PlayStation. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. PlayStation 2 to 1. <laughs> <laughs> um, PlayStation 4 to 1 is two, almost 2 to 1. Who knows? Because the Xbox, I haven't seen any new Xbox numbers for the well, past I week. Well, I still have some friends that work at GameStop, and according to them, and from what else they've heard in, like, the retail sectors is PlayStation 4 is impossible to find right now, mm-hmm. but everyone's sitting on a nice batch of Xbox One still. Really? Like, 
when they have the parents coming in to be like, hey, my son wants that PlayStation 4. And they're like, sorry, like, like all the locations in this area are sold out. But we have an Xbox One. And they're like, oh, no. It's like, bucks more. It's the parents that are usually like, okay, like, yeah, I'll, I'll take that. Like, mm-hmm. the systems are very similar. But, yeah, yeah it's 100 bucks more for that Xbox One. For that connect for the Xbox One. Yeah. What else do we got? Uh, Life of Pi screenwriter David Maggie uh, has been given the task to take us back to Narnia with really? the silver chair. Which uh, they didn't—they're not letting that die. They're—they're—they're they're, they're still going. I'm, which I'm—I'm yeah, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm all behind it. I've enjoyed all of them. Yeah, they—they they paid for those rights. They're going to use them. I, mean, I got my BBC ones from when I was a kid. They were awful, but yeah, I still. I I'd rather wait like four years between movies and get like a pretty decent Narnia. Like like they've all been really good. I mean, they might not be blockbusters, but they they perform okay. It's a sm- it's a small niche crowd that really enjoyed these movies. Um, and re- I, I'm surprised like the the kids aren't going crazy for them because I loved the books when I was younger. And uh, I'm 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 excited as an adult for the next movie to come same out. Same time though, like yeah, I I went crazy for the books too, but there's so much more stuff out there yeah. now. It's a crowd, much more crowded field. Yeah, that's true. Because I didn't read a lot of those like kids. There wasn't any good aside from Goosebumps. Yeah, there really wasn't any good. Like, like oh my teacher's a Martian. Yeah, those were yeah. awesome. I love those. I hated really? those books. How did you hate oh, those? Oh, they're, they're so like, stupid. My teacher flunked the planet. My teacher. My favorite, like, weird, like, science fiction, like, kids book was An Invitation to the Game. I don't know that one. I don't know that one. Oh, really? It was this uh, one where it was the future, and kids were basically graduating from high school, and if you didn't, like, get enough scores to, um, you know, pass these, like, uh, standardized tests, basically... Nerd! Paul, this book is so nerdy sounding! Basically, you were doomed to live in the slums, and like you wouldn't get a job, like, and you had to fend for yourself. This is why you're such an overachiever. <laughs> uh, but this this group of kids, basically, or you know, young adults, uh, basically huddled together, and, and they get this invitation to this game, and they go to this place, and it basically is a simulation of going to Mars. And then, as the book goes forward, it's not a simulation; they're actually being sent to colonize Mars. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of this interesting kind of, like, building, you know, building society. It was fun. Yeah. It's a young adult literature. Oh, careful. Cratch on the microphone. I'm sur- I actually loved the My Teacher's an Alien series. Like, My Teacher's an Alien. My Teacher's at My Brains. My Teacher... There was a third one, then My Teacher Flunked the Planet. Uh, written by Bruce Coville. Like, all of his books, he was one of the first authors that I followed. Even before I got into Goosebumps with R.L. Stein. Um, cause he also did Billy Thatcher Dragon Hatcher, mm-hmm. the Monsters Ring series, uh, some other stuff too. Like, they were all like really fun, like kids, sci-fi fantasy books. So I'm, I'm sad to hear that you didn't like those, John. I never got into them. I was, I loved the R.L. Stein books, man. I, like the... Benicula? Did you ever read Benicula? I don't think I read that one. Paul? No. About the rabbit who's a vampire, and no. that, that actually sounds this, pretty fun. This family brings home a pet rabbit. It's like an albino bunny, and the family cat and dog are like, the cat's like, no, he's a vampire. We've got to kill him. <laughs> 
because all the vegetables in the house start drying out. So they're like, no, we got to kill them. They had like four books in that series. I love them. Let me show you the uh, the 90s as hell cover of the, the book that I really liked as a probably a nine or ten year old me. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Paul unplugged it. Yeah, you too, He unplugged Paul. the screen. He's going to try to plug it back in. Is it back in, Paul? Yep. Wow, that's so 90s. <laughs> that is very 90s, sir. Uh, if this little thing gets out of the way, it was three ninety nine, three ninety five. Uh, do it. Basically, the cost of a comic book now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do an image book. search for my teacher is an alien. I wonder how much that one was. Here's and great radio. Alien. I know. Um, well, hey, feel free to play along at home. Yeah. You, you can do this too. Let's yeah, see. that was it. They're looking in. Uh, Bruce Corville. Uh, it doesn't teacher's have. Teacher's name was like Braxelum. It doesn't doesn't have the. Uh, that kid looks price. just like me without a beard, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, does that have it? No, no. But it's a better. Oh, here it is. Three seventy-five Canadian. Damn. Canadian. Two seventy-five so American. Yeah, that's awesome. Man, these, kid still looks and, like me. Just saying. I mean, they were shorter books. Yeah. You yeah, know, so they're was... maybe that, like, ten chapters. Mm-hmm. Man, they were good. That's one of those things, like, if I could, like, if I find them online for a dollar, like, I would spend, like, two hours reading that again. I just got, I think I got rid of all those kids' books. <laughs> I had that when, uh, when we moved. Wow. Um, Katie might actually have them. I can ask Katie. Yeah, it's okay. Like, like I said, if they're a buck, I'll, I'll just read it quick on my lunch break. But how yeah. sad is that? Like, those whole books are cheaper than the yeah. throwaway comic books we buy now. Yeah. But, I mean, here's the thing is you... Those are throwaway if you're books gonna spend, also. If but... you're going to spend that money to, for, a, you know, a kid to read a book, sometimes, like, you can buy a kid a book and they're not going to mm-hmm. read them. Why not have them cheap enough for the parent to be like, okay, yeah, they also for don't... the price of an action figure, mm-hmm. I and can get them a book. At the same time, too, back then, there was a lot less going on. Like, mm-hmm. That 275 those books would sell. The companies would make money off of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you didn't have as much. And they, you know, like they were cheap paper. Yeah, that cheap cardboard. The one where like my the the dad turns into the plant in the basement of the Goosebumps book. Like I probably yeah. read that like three or four times. And those were yeah, super cheap too. Yeah, yeah. I liked uh, my favorite Goosebumps. One of the only Goosebumps I read was uh, the one where they go to the scare the uh, amusement park. Oh, uh, yeah, the horror one. Yeah, welcome to. And it just made me laugh so hard. The whole thing was pinching. Like, there was, like, signs up everywhere, no pinching, because the little brother was always getting pinched by his big sister. And then, like, it caused, like, he pinched the the, the people running it, and they deflated. It was yeah. just such a stupid ending. <laughs> it was just so stupid. They all had that kind of ending, though. Yeah. I'm gonna pinch you. Dude, We I've been watching some Are You Afraid of the Dark recently. Still a good show. Yeah, it's it's still holds up. It's eighties, nineties as hell, but it's good. Kaylee is in one episode from Firefly. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh. She's a painter. That's forced to paint. Does she have like paint on her clothes? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's forced to paint <laughs> with, a, for me. with a magical paintbrush. That's brush. such a nineties thing too. I don't know. We had this girl in like one of my homerooms, and she was like that. Artist kind of girl. She didn't look like she washed. I, I hate washed that her. you hit on my wife. She, really she didn't did. like wash her hair. She looked she, yeah, and so she always had paint on her clothes. And I was always like, "Yep, her." That's what I. That's I what married. I, that's what I, I married want. that girl. 
John liked the latchkey kid look. <laughs> I was a latchkey kid myself. She was, there you go. Oh, it's cool. She woke up in a uh, abandoned uh, so, uh, train car, and you know she was box. Oh, boxcar children! Those <laughs> were great too. <laughs> Fend for themselves. Oh, I solved mysteries. And they lived in a train car. That's the life. I think Martin Corsese directed like a movie version of that when he was younger. I don't think there was a younger Martin Scorsese. No, because if there had been a movie version of that, I would have watched it. There's a Boxcar Kids movie. I'm almost positive. They are searching their phones they, frantically. No, I got I got a text message. John, John's going. John look it is up. frantically but searching. What his phone. movie? There may be a Boxcar Children movie. There might not be. That's not but, the Weekend Geek News. But what movies are there going to be? Well, From Fox, maybe. Fox did ink a new three-year deal to uh, extend their film franchising rights of both the X-Men film franchise and the Fantastic Four film franchise. Which hasn't even made any, you know, they haven't even yeah. finished casting that movie or casted that movie. Right, but it was one of those things up in the air where like, oh, wow. Daredevil's fallen. Maybe we're gonna get Fantastic Four back. It might come. Might come. Nope. Well, they they're definitely uh they they did an extension, so they're paying to get it done. And Brian Singer came out and tweeted, what today? Yesterday? Yesterday. Uh, yesterday that uh, the next film X Men film franchise will be uh, X Men Apocalypse. Yes. If that's uh, not that's kind of the working title, so it's definitely going to. That's gonna be the next one down the road after. Days of Future Past. Um, I think it's cool that they are thinking forward, so maybe mm-hmm. they won't have another X-Men 3 type scenario where it's like, yeah. hey, we got to get a movie out. What can we do? Especially if Brian Singer is going to be helming it too. And, I, you know, if you have, if you know that you're going to be, you're set to do three movies, like, like the Fantastic Four, you can plan for that. Like, you can set it up so you're planning for a I sequel. Was it three movies or three years? I'm sorry. I don't... Maybe I, I think it was like a three-year Oh, I was just going up here. Uh, and I was... It's uh, He directed Boxcar Bertha. What's oh, the synopsis? Uh, during the Depression, a union nope. leader and a young woman Will become criminals it. to Will exact revenge it. on management of the railroad. Thank God it's not a boxcar children like that, that's been off. Nope. Ooh, but Barbara Hershey was in it. Um. Okay. Well, something else to look forward to is it's been confirmed that Wonder Woman will now be in Batman Superman. The movie. Yes, the movie. Um, I don't remember her name. Gal. Got it. Galbot. Galbot. Something Got like it. that. I'm not sure how it's actually pronounced. Mm-hmm. Um, has been cast as Wonder Woman. I don't know who she is. I don't know what else she's been in. But I think it's cool that they are finally kind of going forward into that territory after years and years and years of, oh, there's going to be a Wonder Woman movie. Nope. We're going to do a Wonder Woman TV show. Nope. She was in Fast Five. Let's do a movie. Nope. Uh, we'll do a TV show. Nope. Some, like, just throw it out there and see if you can get people to care enough that it sticks. That's really what I think Warner Brothers needs to do with this. She was Naomi in the Night and Day movie starring uh, Crazy McCrazy Pants. What? I don't know who Crazy McCrazy Pants is, Paul. Short I'm sorry. Was Martin or- Short. Joe no. Pesci. No, it was originally rumored to be Iron Man in the Iron Man movies. Real short. Uh, was married to Katie Holmes. Oh, Tom, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. 
Sorry, I forget names. Uh, He's even crazy pants. He was in, she was in Date Night? I never saw that movie. She was. She's I in wanted the, to. She's a Fast and the Furious. Date Night, that's the one with Steve Carell yeah, it was and good. Tina Fey. Okay. I liked it. I, I wanted to see that one. I just haven't. <laughs> it's worth it. And, uh, yeah, she won Miss Israel, uh, 2004. And she was also, like, like a trainer in the army? Something like that. Oh, really? I think so. She, like. Well, well, everybody in, in, if you're born in Israel, you have to have so many years of service in the Israeli army. Yeah. It's, no matter if you're a man or a woman. If John had read Why the Last Man, he would know that. Oh, yeah, this is Why the Last Man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, this is a fact. Everybody knows this, right? And you go, it's Why the Last Man. Oh, yeah, it wasn't Why the Last Man. So That's it, the major plot of Why the Last Man. So it's a fact because Brian came on and does his research. So we know this is true. I just thought it was like one of those things that people just kind of knew. But, yeah, Gil Gabbat. I'm, I'm guessing is. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. There you go. It's exciting. I'm just looking forward to, like, finally a Wonder Woman. Appearing. We don't know how much she'll have to really do in the movie, but. Yeah. And it's, it kind of makes it's... me want to pump the brakes for the movie because I don't want them to do too much. It's something. They're talking about two villains. Wonder Woman showing up. It's like, all right, all right. You only have one movie to do all that in. Remember, this is where people lose the plot. <laughs> this is where... yeah, but you you got you got some very capable people. Mm-hmm. David Goyer, mm-hmm. uh, Scott Snyder. Zack Snyder. I was gonna call him Scott Snyder, but Zack Snyder. Like you, you have some. It's, it's an easy mistake to make. Mm-hmm. You have Jeff Johns pilot overseeing yeah. it with the with uh, what's her name from uh, the Harry Potter. Potterfield franchise. Diane Nelson. No. Diane Nelson. Yeah, yeah, Diane Nelson. You know, and I, 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 I think, think it's Diane, right? Yeah, or, Diane. Okay. And, you know, the the announcement that it's going to be two villains from Superman's Rogue Gallery, even if it's just Lex Luthor, he can be such a small character that, you know, you don't find out till the end he's somebody well, who's let's not get, well, yeah, yeah. let's not get too far into that, John. Because that'll be part of yeah, our I'm main just topic. Saying, yeah, I'm just and saying. I, I'd rather be getting into a beer now. Yeah, let's get into a beer, guys. Drinking. It's fundamental when you're 21. Hi, this is Marcus Tell, and you're listening to the Bag and Boardcast. And uh, we're drinking Slum Brew Porter Square Porter. And I'm pretty sure this is a, another aged one. Mm-hmm. Um, this is probably about 12. In fact, everything in the basement's kind of aged at least Five to six months because I don't think we've really bought anything new. No, it's very, uh, very well, few. We, very we few. Buy, we might buy like a bottle, but we bring it right to the table. Yeah. Um, so like I'm pretty lot. sure I got this last December for Christmas because I think it was after that that I said, stop buying me slum brews. Um, but this is a, uh, porter brewed with cocoa powder with cocoa nibs added. And, you know, you know what we don't drink a lot on the podcast? Porters. Porters. Yeah. And I think we're... I think we do a fair enough, like, amount, well, though. Uh, I don't really think we do. Because Porters, for me, is like that stepson of, or the half-brother of stouts. Yeah. It's kind of like there, we drink. Yeah, we do We drink way more stouts than we do, because we like that smoothness. Yeah. And I do like the smoke you get from some Porters. Mm-hmm. But I have to say, I'm probably, I'm more of a stout fan than a Porter fan. Mm-hmm. 
And the only porters I can name off the top of my head that I know that I like, Edmund Fitzgerald, yep. Stovepipe Porter. Okay. From wow. Otter Creek. Rassler? Well, yeah, that's... That's a stout. Is it a stout? I think it's a stout. That's a stout. Triple X stout. Yeah. Stout. I thought that was a porter. I'm looking it up. All I know is I keep cutting my fingers open on the bottle caps for it. Yeah, you do. Yeah, but yeah, do. this is... It's it, a stout wrestler. Um, but you get you get a big coffee. You don't really get that cocoa. You I can get, get it a little bit on the nose, the cocoa. When I was pouring this, I was getting I was like, wow, you can really smell the chocolate. Um, but you know, you don't get you don't get that co- that taste with it. And I like I love coffee and I love iced coffee and I like black coffee. But this like even the coffee that you get on this is not the best. No, it's. I think I put this at like a two point five or three. It's not horrible. I've had much worse beers, but it's. Eh. Yeah. Yeah. I would. I would take the Merry Maker. Definitely. Much. Much. If more. It. It is definitely one of those. It's a. I think it's a real solid porter. You know. It's. But it's, just, a, but it's a porter. But it's a porter, and it's it just kind of has that bitter quality to it. That, and it doesn't have like the smooth smokiness yeah. at the end. It does have smoky in the mid palate, but it's more coffee than yeah. smoky. That's I guess that's true. Yeah, it's that. I don't get smoke at all. I just get that coffee. I have what is that coffee just lingering in your yeah. taste buds? See, yeah. I got a little, I got a little smoke I think in there. But see, I get. Like when I smack my gums, mm-hmm. I get a smoky coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there's still like a sweetness on my tongue mm-hmm. from it. Yeah, charcoaly campfire kind of. Yeah, that's that's the kind of smoke I'm getting on it with the coffee. No, but uh, yeah, I've had better porters. But if this was four ninety nine, and I was in the mood for something a little smoky, a little portery, you know, in the mood for a porter, I just. Man, like, I wouldn't want to... Porters are so weird, because, like, when I think of eating a steak, like, I want... You want a dark beer. A dark beer. But I don't want something smoky to compete with the smoky flavor of my steak. Yeah. yeah. And I don't want something that coats my palate so much like a porter does. Like, when I have a cigar, a porter's a good beer. Because okay. you get that smoky with the smoky, you know? Or right when I finish my cigar, and my taste buds are... Blah, I'll have a porter because I'm like, hey, I just they smoke. Yeah. And like mm-hmm. a, a porter on a cold night, like here in Buffalo tonight, it's it's kind of a good beer, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe if I had a you know an actual fireplace and sitting around a fireplace or a campfire, like this would be like the s'mores beer. Yeah. Like not this, s- but a, a good yeah. a good porter. Well, something. Well, this you know you would think because it's brewed with cocoa, and you're like, oh, oh dude, yeah, s'mores with this. Yeah, Boom. you would you would think that, but you don't get any of that chocolate. Yeah, and it could be because it's a year old, but mm-hmm. I remember not digging it when I first had it. I'm just now trying to think of reasons to buy porters. You know what I mean? Like I'm just. And I'm like, okay, campfire. Okay, next time I'm at a campfire, maybe I'll try a porter. Yeah, but they're not like the only porter that's going to be out is Edmonds yeah. Fitzgerald and yeah, because Wag- it's during Wegmans summer. doesn't even have stovepipe right now yeah. from Otter Creek. Mm-hmm. Um, right now you got uh, such a seasonal thing that Sierra Nevada's got their porter out right now. 
which I don't it's know. Full of hops. Uh, you probably. Yeah, that's a, that's what, it's a hoppy porter. Uh, their barley wine is a hoppy barley wine. It's a hoppy wine. barley wine. And you're like, what the hell, Sierra Nevada? What the hell? I just helped a guy, uh, a guy at work who's just getting into beer. It was Mac from the beer tasting. Okay. Uh, real nice guy. And he's like, not I, a friend of the podcast. Not yet. a friend of the podcast. Probably won't ever be. Yeah. Uh, but he said, you know, I had, he's like, Hey, I had, it was right when I was talking about the, uh, bourbon stout mm-hmm. from, uh, Goose Island. And he's like, uh, I just had uh, Edmonds Fitzgerald, yeah. Great Lakes. Is that a good brewery? I'm like, yeah, Great Lakes is a great brewery. And it's like that. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I was thinking about getting other porters because I like porters. So I was like, oh, so I went over there and I was looking for Otter Creek. Mm-hmm. Couldn't find it. The Bell's one was okay. Um, I gra- I grabbed the Wolvers because it's made Otter yeah. Creek and Wolvers mm-hmm. is the same. They had a coffee coffee oatmeal uh, porter, huh. which I was like. That could be good. I was like, "Do you like coffee?" He's like, "I'm beginning to." So I was like, "Yeah, we'll try it." You know, <laughs> these young, fresh right? faces. And then he's like, "Uh, any good lagers?" I was like, "Well, toasted lager from Blue Point." Yeah, it's like that's one yeah, of my favorites. Those lagers are great. And then, uh, and then he got the Pal L Elliot Ness Pal mm-hmm. L from Great Lakes, and I explained why IPAs are and. Palace, how IPAs became about. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm really glad you told me about that. Yeah, it's a good, it's nice trivia. Yeah, go ahead and explain it for listeners that might not have heard. Uh, the British, when they were sending beer to their soldiers over in India, they needed to make the beers last, so they just loaded them up with hops, and that's how you got your India Pale Ale. Yep, because they would be aged on the boat. Yeah, because it took about six months to actually get there. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember. Maybe three months. Gin tonics created also by the British. <laughs> British soldiers. <laughs> so they didn't want to get the quinine. Quinine? Quinine? Quinine, yeah. Yeah, too, because it's malaria treatment. So they had to drink tonic, and they just mixed it with gin in order to get the soldiers to actually drink it. Yeah. I never liked those. Yeah. But you know what yeah. I do like? What? Comic books. Yeah, you do. Yeah. You love all of the comic books, especially those coming out December 11th. December 11th? And uh, I am looking forward to uh, another number one from Image Comic Books. Of course what? you are. Hey, Image keeps... They try. They, they are putting out so many number ones. Uh, this is called Dead Body Road. It's a story of revenge. It's a man going after the killers of his wife. Uh, this is written by Justin Jordan and uh, art by Matteo uh, Scalera, who just did Black Science that we read mm-hmm. last week. And uh, Justin Jordan wrote uh, the Luther Strode books, which I really liked. So it's kind of win-win because I really like the art from Black Science. I'm really looking forward to seeing this. I like a good, gritty revenge story. Uh, Luther Strode, Johnny Walker, Atlas Strugged. I was trying to name a bunch of names and actions that are... Mm. Mm. What are other ones? Johnny Walker. I, I said that. <laughs> uh, Atlas Shrugged. I said that. Oh. Theodore Glasscock. <laughs> Don't give away our holiday oh, special. If you didn't say anything, nobody oh. would know. What are you looking forward to? I'm looking forward to Batman Black and White number four. Oh. You know, it's their culmination of uh, a bunch of indie writers or, you know, non... Well, they're basically whoever wants to tell a Batman story out of continuity. Come here. 
and let's let's do it and we'll publish it up. Uh Mike Allred's doing a story in here. Nice. Written and drawn. Uh Dustin Nguyen is doing a story. Written and drawn by. Uh you got Keith uh Rackaforth. Nice. Who you guys like oh, yeah. is doing some art on this oh, book nice. as well. Uh Sean Galloway. Oh, okay. Is doing a write, written and drawn story, so well, number four uh, is going to be good. Yeah, so uh, I've Let me know this. if you actually buy it, Paul. It's a five-dollar book, but this is one of the DC books yeah. that I actually really enjoy right now. We did it for the monthly look back last month. Mm-hmm. Uh, October. Yeah. yeah. Number, I think number, oh, that's, that's December number two. Now. Shit. We did number two. Yeah. yeah I, you know, this is hard to find. You know, they're like they're on the shelf and off the shelf right away. So I've been trying to find it. Every month, but uh, I missed number three, so hopefully I can pick up number four. Nice, yeah, I, they're enjoyable reads. I, in, I bought the uh, first two Batman black and white trades because I was like, oh, it's a bunch of different creators doing Batman stories. Like, mm-hmm. what's not to like about it? And I'm glad that they brought this back. Like, this is almost like the DC solo series that they had a while ago, where it was all just the artist kind of taking the spotlight. Well, what's happened is they ran out of. Uh... They ran out of uh, black and white statues, like to make, so oh. they had to start it up again oh, to sell them. Sense. I always wanted the Mike Manola one. Those statues were always really cool. They too. were. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad I never made the commitment to those because they just kept going, going, and now they got a whole new yeah. resource. Yeah. <laughs> Unlike those DC bombshells, that Star Girl that you posted on my Facebook, right? Pretty awesome. That is cool. Pretty awesome. Chris, what is pretty awesome in your book? Um, or what book is pretty awesome? I'm. St- what are you looking forward to? Thank you. I'm still in that. I, like I, I want to get back into actually buying comic books because I've fallen off the wagon. I'm on the wagon. I don't. I never understand how that phrase works. Because the wagon would carry the beer, right? So you want to be off the wagon. But if you fell off but, the wagon, you're not doing the thing that you used to be doing. If you're yeah. on the wagon, you're traveling away from what you were, your but vice you, was. And then when you fall off the wagon, you're running towards that vice. Really? I but know. I thought it was like a whole, like, if you're drinking, you're on the bandwagon. Mm-hmm. Because everyone's drinking. So off the wagon, I don't know. Yeah, we don't know. We, listeners, Re- right in. Regardless, I haven't bought comic books since October and I'm desperately missing it. And I'm in that I was talking about this earlier because I'm going to start going digital. I don't remember what issues I left off on everything. So I don't know which one I need to start buying with again. So that's, that's just my point because I'm looking forward to Nightwing number 26 because it's Nightwing and I'm sure stuff has been happening in that book. Because I've always enjoyed it, and I want to know what's been happening in it. Mm. Uh, at Lawrence Guest, he writes in and says, <laughs> looks like Puck. I don't think that's the answer we're looking for right this second. We're trying to figure out what's on the bandwagon versus, or on the wagon and off the wagon. But Yeah, how do you I, know, Paul? This is not live. Yeah, <laughs> Why are you saying I enjoy it. I enjoy listener reactions, <laughs> I, I enjoy it. <laughs> I just looked at it. Six days ago, he posted. <laughs> yeah, it's not live. That's not the answer to the question you're asking. <laughs> it's like the pre-taped call-in show. <laughs> no, no. If you want 
talk about this. You needed to call in two weeks ago when we were recording this show. Oh, that's a Mr. Show call. I think I still have that DVD in my car. What was that? What was he talking about, Paul? I don't know what he was talking about. Hence the joke. I knew it was there. I wanted to bring it up eventually, and I thought this is a great moment to bring it up because it's just kind of nonsense. Twitter kind of craziness. He just grabs his phone. Like, it, up. it was so important. <laughs> so important. Thank you for contacting us, Lawrence. Hey, yeah. We're sorry we haven't mentioned it before now, but Paul is holding out. It, he's a uh, he's an untapped friend now and, too. Yeah, he friended me on it too. Yeah, yeah. all three of um, us. So thanks for contacting us. It makes me feel like I should be checking in more often on Untapped it, because I haven't done it in weeks. <laughs> Which shows that you're not as I'm, big of a luscious as we I'm, are. I'm both happy and sad that this became like a whole thing, Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy because hopefully it makes you feel like you're a part of the show. Uh, <laughs> but I'm glad you're trying to get back on the uh, print and or digital bandwagon. I think it's just going to be digital, except for like the trades that I buy. Mm-hmm. The, the one thing I was holding off from buying digitally was... The Sandman, mm-hmm. because I I just oh you can't do his artwork. Uh, uh, J. Williams, I, it's I, all two page spreads. I was just hoping Chris was going to pick it up because I was like, I really want to see what he does. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, I can't yeah. buy it digitally. No, it would not. You do. would need. You'd need to screen. read it on your, you know, your TV. <laughs> Pretty much. You have to come over to somebody that has like a fifty-two inch TV. Who has that, Paul? I do. Oh. <laughs> Paul's going to be going away on vacation. <laughs> Staying home. I love being home. That's why I'm here. Except for when he goes to Vegas. And uh, everyone, uh, write me at John at Bagden Broadcast, and I'll let you know when Paul goes out of town and his address. <laughs> and he also has my extra key. Uh, no, I don't give it back. Mm. But I can tell you where the loose window is. <laughs> I need a drink. <laughs> we all do. Back and board? Yeah, we're sorry. Yeah. It's alright. Well, thanks for listening to the Bag and Board cast podcast. <laughs> See, I'm barely speaking English. It's Yannick. Oh, that Yannick Paquette. Uh, but we have from Left Hand Breweries, uh, Wake Up the Dead, Imperial Wake Up, wake up Dead. Man. Wake Up Dead. Oh, Wake Up Dead. Not Wake Up The. There is no The. There is no The. Get it out like fast and furious. Um, Imperial Stout. <laughs> I don't know. Paul's, Paul's on a roll. Best. Just go. You, you Just go. Roll. You're rolling, Paul. This is a 10.2% alcohol by volume uh, beer, and it says you can sell it up to seven years, and we We've, will see it out. We sell it up only one year. <laughs> yeah. This is a one and year I don't old. even think that was a plan. I think you just bought it and put it on your shelf. Yeah, because I was like, you know what? I think I'll like this. This is Left Hand just came back into the area. They just came into the area over the summer. Yeah. Beginning of summer, spring, mm-hmm. spring, summer time. Uh, it was spring. It was like maybe April, May. Yeah. Um, I still consider April, May, summer. Yeah, because we were drinking nitro for your birthday. Yeah. Your and game so day. It was, it was nitro. It had to be April, March, April. Yeah. So spring. I have to pick this up in March. Um, because I'm like, whoop. I gotta try them all out. It was brewed 11 8 2012, so yep. definitely a year old. Um, and you guys both t- took your sips and you said you liked it. I'm, uh, I, 
I, I'm on the fence with it. I, I'm not really that happy. Like, I don't like it. What? It's got a little bit of malt. It's got a little bit of sweet, but there's nothing really. A little bit of malt. It's. It's. I, I don't know. I just don't. I don't like it. I like it. This is a double fist punch into the face with malt. It's a sweet malt taste mm-hmm. to it, but I like. I don't get anything else except for the sweet. That sweet malt, and then like a little alcohol in the end. Little alcohol in the end, and I think it just lingers there. Yeah, that it's got like, a. It hangs. Mm-hmm. It's that. T- tangy honey sweetness that I like. It's got a tang. I, could, I didn't remember having this, but I had this uh, back in May when I mm-hmm. was training for my job in Syracuse because I had nothing to do besides go out to eat. Mm-hmm. So I went to uh, the Blue Tusk, which is a pub in there and it has a pretty good tapless. And I had this there, and I didn't remember actually drinking it, but I checked in and I loved it then, and I can see what I saw in it. Because I'm enjoying it thoroughly. And now it's actually you have to pick it oh, for I, me. Because I Chris have to did, pick. Well, Chris, I'm you, not picking this bullshit. <laughs> it was right on the top. Grab something else then. I yeah. Will. Why would you pick a book to give to you guys Paul for some, or you? Because I I thought it was reverse. I thought oh. I, I was picking for him, but I was like, no, he needs to pick for me. I'm surprised you don't like this more though, John. You know, it just it doesn't I, it doesn't have anything else to it. And uh, this I don't is think actually it anything else to it. It's, yeah, this this is the it has almost that teeness, but it's it's a stout. The two th- and my first sip was like, oh, is this almost teriyaki? No, but then I was like, no, no, it's like the malt, but it doesn't have much to it. The uh, this is a 2012 version of it, and the 2012 is discontinued. They have a a new a new version for 2013. Um, but yeah. Uh, it just does not do anything for me. I, like I think I would, I'm, I would. I'm going to talk to Paul about this because Paul, I would drink. This the, has almost that teeness that you like in a beer, but it's a Rush, Russian Imperial Stout. I would drink the Porter Square Porter over this. Hmm. Really? Yeah. You're just wrong. I don't know. I, I, it no. just. It's hey, just, everybody's got yeah, different tastes. Everybody, everybody looks for something different in beer, and it, this is just not hit me right. Yeah. Did you I, pick a, a, a book? No, no. I went through and then I'm like, oh, right. I can't do a trade because I have no idea which issue number it is. No. There's always Night Force. There's always Night Force and that is never just, the answer. Just grab. I don't want to, you know, I got one right here. It's fine. And now, <laughs> a dramatic reading. Was that telling us to shut up so you could start when you hit record? No, no. That was me trying to act like I've never left. <laughs> And I'm not sure where we left off when Wait, that whole pause. time that you were looking for books and Chris and I were just talking into the microphones, it wasn't recorded? No, that was recorded. Oh, okay. <laughs> then I'm... why didn't you pause it? Exactly. You'll have to listen oh, to the episode to I'm find not. out. I refuse to. I don't listen to this shit. Now, a dramatic <laughs> reading from Wolverine and the X-Men, issue number 13, page one, panel <laughs> four. It's easier to count. A Zazaran tusk found with its skull split open. And that was a bag and board. Dramatic reading (laughs) from Wolverine and the X-Men. Issue number 13, page 1, panel 4. What what you missed was... Paul doing a little flip with the wrist when he said that with the comic book. Yeah, he missed it. You missed it.
So that's going to bring us into our main topic uh, after that beer review that I didn't like and you guys did. Uh, but we're going to talk about this big news coming down that the next X-Men movie, uh, two years after uh, 2014's X-Men Days of Future Past, you're going to get uh, Age of Apocalypse. I still like calling it X-Men First Class Days of Future Past. No, it's just I'm, like, I'm so okay crazy. with forgetting about X-Men First or Class. X-Men 5 First Class 2 Days of Future no. Presence Past. <laughs> just cut the first class. It's like our Bagden Boardcast uh, summer movie blockbuster bracket buster. Yeah, I, I understand that, and I, <laughs> I can get why you would like that, but First Class is you try to distance it as much as you can from yeah. that, and no matter, I don't, uh, I, I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> and then, uh, same Sore week, subject with Chris. Same week, we get the same announcement that we're having two villains. I paid for that movie. Yeah, we all did. We all hated it. It's okay. You're, the, what drives me nuts is people are like, oh, 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 the greatest thing ever. That's why I didn't want to talk people. about it. Uh, I don't understand it. Same week, we got the announcement that there's going to be two Superman rogues in. Uh, in Batman versus Superman. Mm-hmm. And uh, we we're just like, hey, let's just be full of speculation. Whole episode talking about what we would want or what mm-hmm. we think would be good. I think that's what we yeah, really yeah. like if to we're do. We're wishing upon a star. If we're making a wish list to Santa Claus about these movies, what would we want in it? Or what would we want to see happen? What what's really crazy is like they announce they announce Age of Apocalypse, the movie hasn't even come out. We still have months till Days of Future Past comes out. Well, they they yeah they didn't say Age of Apocalypse. They just said it's gonna deal with Apocalypse. Apocalypse because we got Age of Ultron, so no. it'd be it'd be confusing to have Age of just left and right here. And Too many there. ages for I think for the general movie going po- uh, populace with the Marvel. It being Marvel Studios versus Fox Studios having this age of being a thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was going to be one of my questions was, do you want to see an Age of Apocalypse one or just Apocalypse in the X-Men universe? Apocalypse in the X-Men universe versus a- Apocalypse of- in the X-Men universe. We're already getting that kind of alternate future with... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Days of Future Past. Don't go into Age of Apocalypse. See, Apocalypse is such a tough... He's such a tough sell. Like, I always thought Apocalypse cool. I had two mm-hmm. Apocalypse action figures growing up. Did you have the, like, the didn't. shitty one where it's like, arms yeah, and legs just ex- and legs and yeah, arms ascend? Yeah. And then I had the really cool one that had, like, the cool, like, detail to it. And then his arms changed into, like, a forklift kind of arm and then, like, a little laser gun that went in and out. He was totally badass. Yeah. Uh, mutant? I am no mutant. Right? I'm as far beyond mutants as mutants are beyond you. But then he's like the first mutant he was ever. The first mutant. Yeah. Uh, so okay, so we got Apocalypse animated series. That's what that's where I know Apocalypse mm-hmm. from. Nineties kid. Uh, yeah, I have or, very few comic books with Apocalypse actually in them. Yeah, are you an eighties kid? I don't know. What am I? You're an eighties kid. Eighties kid with yeah, the nineties roots. Well, the thing is, is I, it, it's hard to judge. You're born in the eighties, but. You, Your first you memories are like... You don't have any clue of what's going on, and you don't really have an identity till the 90s. Yeah. So you really are a 90s kid. Yeah. Fourth grade, when that show was on, 
near yeah. her and was like being talked about. That was lunchroom banter. Yeah. And I, I have to say, probably Apocalypse, I've seen the most in the cartoon. Mm-hmm. That's where I know him from. I have like one X Men issue where like Archangel kills him, supposedly kills him with his adamantium wings. But that's the other question. Like, do we want. Do we want to see okay. the four horsemen in this? Do you do four horsemen? How do you do Apocalypse? They already did Mutants Can Be Cured in X3, so you can't have, like, the animated series. Yeah, exactly, where curing, he was doing, he was curing them and, and... Actually and, writing the horsemen. Yeah. Because um, I, I would love to see an Archangel, and or, you can yeah. do it with the effects now. Yeah. yeah. The thing is, I think you could do the alternate timeline and like Gambit and Bishop or not Gambit but Bishop Bishop and Cable Bishop 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 it's a combination of both yeah uh, Bishop and Cable coming back to the this this present in order to stop Apocalypse from rising to power that kind of thing because they're basically doing it now and they're introduced they're introducing Bishop in this movie mm-hmm. and they're supposed to, supposedly we're supposed to be getting this X Force movie that yeah they've yeah. announced and then have done nothing with well, that we know of. Yeah, you no. can't say they've done nothing with if it you're because having yeah, X Force together. The thing yeah. is, is you have everything is detailed now of what's coming out, what's been working on, mm-hmm. what's being worked on. <clears throat> so, if any big news was happening with even casting, but, screenplay, anything, we would know by now. But that was the thing; like they announced that they're working on an X Force movie. That was it. Yeah, they sure. worked on the Lord of the Rings movies for ten years before they came out. Like, it, it takes time to do this. Like, they announced that they're working on an X Force movie. That could just mean that, hey, they signed the paperwork to do an X Force movie, and they might be starting on concept art. It doesn't mean that as soon as they announce it, mm-hmm. every yeah, but- role is going to be <clears throat> cast. Like, it, th- they have to have a script. They they're going to start doing stuff. It's. It's one of those things where, all right, cool. They got one villain. They can really like massage this idea now. Let's let's let them get to work on it. Um, it, I think it would be really difficult to bring one story arc into a movie because Apocalypse is such that big kind of character. Um, I really wish I read the Uncanny X Force stuff that uh, Jason Aaron was doing with like finding Apocalypse as a kid. And killing him. Yeah. Like, in Egypt, right? Yeah. He's an Egyptian... Well, I don't know if it was in Egypt, but this weird cult was holding him. I've only heard, you know, read, like, synopses and looked at synopses. From what I remember is he was supposed to have come from Oh, yeah, yeah, but this is him being, like, reborn into... Oh, reborn into the world. Yeah. That's weird. We get Jason Aaron's, like, Kid Omega again. And good, and... Angel actually being an angel again, not Archangel and yeah. Psylocke and him having this weird, like, she had to basically wipe his mind of him killing Apocalypse as a kid. This is a uh, kid, Apocalypse. Yeah. There's a lot of backstory in Wolverine the X-Men right? that happened in Uncanny or whatever. Yeah, when he was it? doing Uncanny that. Uncanny X-Force, yeah. When, uh... It was Jason Aaron. What, like, what, he's like a shapeshifter that can't die? Like, what is... It's what the he can grow really big. Of Apocalypse, like yeah, he can shift and he can 
grow bigger. And he's lived invulnerable because he has a healing factor. It's that purple energy 90s X-Men thing where everybody had a healing factor and everybody just shot purple energy. No. For whatever reason. Do, cool. do you, Paul, want to see Archangel? Do you? <sighs> Archangel is cool, but man, they got to really redeem Angel from X-Men 3. That character needs to be redeemed a little bit. He wasn't that bad. He wasn't that bad, but he, he saved showed what's up her, in X-Men 3. He saved What's-Her-Face. Oh, yeah, matter. because, he yeah. Showed up, he I don't showed think, up in X-3, I don't and think, I will never watch that movie again. Yeah. So, therefore... I, I've only seen it the one time in the theater. I, 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 need a, I need an arc with him. Yeah. To become Archangel. I don't want him just See, I thought the Warring... For the first the, time. The, the, the Archangel. Warren, Warring, Warren... Warren... Warrington. Warrington. Because it's I thought his stuff Stanley and his stuff was lazy. was good mm-hmm. like in the in X three I like the actor who did I don't think mm-hmm. the actor would come back to play that but I would like to see Archangel mm-hmm. yeah but I but I would want it to He's be such part a, of the arc he would look so stupid in that nineties cl- suit yeah. with that the the blue the, the blue with the purple and the red uh, it's kind of purpley it's purpley purpley yeah it's the lines of purple. Paul's colorblind, if you don't know. I thought it was red. No, it's purple. Like I, thought his, purple-y. I thought his suit was purpley maroon. And then the no, red. it was blue with like a, like a purpley, okay. purpley maroon 90, color. 90s. Yeah. 90-90s. And then his face was a lighter skin blue. Yeah. I did like, like the, when he went back to having the angel costume, but with the blue face. Hmm. Yeah. I would want the whole story arc, though. That's funny. What I kind of want, and I don't know if it's too much of a jump... Uh, right after another. No, no, no! Fucking let me describe it before. I know, but you did that. Ha ha ha! And then you paused. Like and you're you going to say pause. Nightcrawler because he's no, be- manfing af- around. No, I'm not. Oh wow! After nope. doing another time travel movie, but I would like to see Cable worked in somehow. Like, not that Cable is one of my favorite characters, but I think it kind of gives you a whole another branch of the X Men universe to play with. Mm-hmm. Because I don't. Besides the Horseman of the Apocalypse thing, I don't know what else do you do with Apocalypse besides having him being that threat to all mutants. Mm-hmm. It's not just mutant against mutant. It's the mutant, the mutant, mm-hmm. against everyone else. And do you want young or new X-Men? That first-class X-Men or our original well apparently uh, from what they've said is that this will feature the cast of everybody so we're gonna be getting everyone that we've had back again so it's gonna be again a time traveling thing where the present our x-men not the days of not the x-men first class basically are in the apocalypse age i would assume Battling apocalypse and they go back to the past but, unless their younger selves for help again. Not, not, not necessarily though. Like, isn't that what to bring them into the future? And no, they don't. They don't have to do that though. I don't know. I'm just like trying to. You, I'm you speculating can, you because have, this is what the episode's the all about. Because you can have you can have that you can have him being that presence throughout history with the younger X Men. The younger X Men thinking they defeated because them. Because it's, it's the you can go back to the early years with the first class, but then you can have him continue on through with, quote unquote, current X Men. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have it be a whole 
time travel thing, you can have it still be a period piece throughout the years while still introducing something new, something from the future, like we're going to have with Plink and Bishop and whoever else they decide, like, no, this is going to be, quote-unquote, future X-Men. Yeah, I, I would like to see a period piece, a Downton Abbey of Apocalypse. <laughs> no, no, I don't. I actually don't want to see this. I don't, I don't know. It's, I wouldn't, I have no idea what they're playing at with this. Because, honestly, it's one tweet. And, yeah, honestly, it, we're here well, like, talking like two tweets. As, as friends about this because this is what we would talk about anyways. Yeah. When, uh, what, when we, we all, brought it up this morning, yeah. that's, we were just, we were talking about this and we hope that you listeners are fans of this kind of stuff and you would be talking about the same thing. I don't know. Oops. I'm afraid. I'm a scared. I, I'd hate to see another, and like, we word. got the day of, days of future past, which it looks like they're sending, from what I've gathered from the previews, is they're sending Wolverine's consciousness mm-hmm. from the, their present day back into the past to his old body to mm-hmm. reignite Xavier to stop the Sentinels and all that bullshit. I don't want to see another, like if they're going to do another X-Men movie, I don't want to see another like traveling through time. Like, oh, we actually worked it out. Now Cable's back in the past with Bitch- Bishop. But Doctor Who is so popular right now. It yeah. made more money its one its weekend than Breaking Fire. Or Catching Fire. And it yeah. was only in theaters for one day. Well, comparatively for a day. Okay. Day, day takes, you know. Well, I, in Britain, too, I think it was when it, the day that it aired on TV, it yeah. aired in, in theaters. Yeah, the day of the Doctor. Yeah. I mean, and then, well, <laughs> yeah, but our day of the Doctors was three days, two days after that. Well, there were events in the United States with theaters that were completely simulcast throughout the world. And then other theaters, like here in Buffalo, there was, like, I think one showing here in Buffalo that was completely sold out that was simulcasted. And then there was... No, it was only on that Monday. Yeah, it was just here locally. Okay. Because I I actually... I joined, like, Fandango more than just your app or Mm -hmm. signing up on the website to actually get the alerts when it... I know there was simulcast with with the United Kingdom. You know, that could have been big cities with, like, New York City and L.A. maybe, yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Major metropolitan areas. But, yeah. So, a a big weekend, nonetheless, mm -hmm. for that. If you compare that whole weekend, you know, it it made over $2.4 million dollars. Not bad for an episode of a TV show that was mm-hmm. yeah. shown in theaters. That was aired that, for free. Yeah, it had already aired. You could have watched it. You could have spent less money to watch it on any mobile device, PlayStation, Xbox, Xbox network, any of that stuff. You or Google network. You could have downloaded it and watched it for half the price. We paid twelve dollars yeah, a ticket. Half the price. Yeah, because I think Amazon was charging six ninety nine for it. Yeah, but you could invite more friends over and split the cost. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Really you to could, be like that. And then you could just watch it whenever you wanted to mm-hmm. at that point too. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, time travel. I, is it, it is popular. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but LR. I, and I guess like you know you're gonna see that, and then two years later you're gonna get the movie, so you're gonna be like, oh yeah, I liked when they did that with Days of Future Past. Okay. I, I, and with Fox, they are trying to build the universe with it. Like, 
from the Wolverine, they they tied into what was going to build into Days of Future Past. In the end oh. credits, I don't think. Yeah, but it still doesn't because it's not. It's, we don't. You know, it's so far removed. Maybe there will be stepping stones. But 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 with the end credits, it's him out of X Men Wolverine, kind of that present day. What's happening mm-hmm. right now? With Magneto and Xavier stopping him in the airport, coming back from Japan, mm-hmm. and then Days of Future Past is an alternate future. Like that doesn't add up. Yeah, yeah. This is 2015 A, not the 2015 that we decided should be. Yeah. Back to the Future reference kits. So, I, I, it's still the Fox mentality of it mm-hmm. which cares but doesn't care they just want that money i don't think they care about they, the they care that it does well yeah yeah they don't care about the continuity so you're saying the fox says but money money money, brian, money 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 but it's brian singer uh, and i think That's brian sing i think brian singer yes mm-hmm. if he's still involved i think you're gonna get a better movie than if anyone else does it and mark millar is in charge of He's like the Fox, Fox like mediator, whatever. <laughs> the mediator. He, he's the mediator, but he's gonna bring in the two groups and actually talk things out. He, he's over the, a pile of he's meat. He's the Jeff Johns of of for Fox, for, for Fox. For Marvel and Fox. Yeah, he's the guy that's Which, like, no, this is. What and I think happens. he's hired by Fox though. Yeah, and he's that's what I'm saying. He's just base mostly. He's just basically on. The Fantastic Four stuff. I think it's all of fun. What, yeah, I know, but I don't think he has he too much to do with the Days of Future Past. It might, maybe you're right, but from my understanding of what I've read, and I could be wrong, is that he is the like. Yeah, he's a, he's, he's supposed the Jeff to, he's Johns. a Jeff Johns. He's a Kevin Finch. And that's why they're doing the Finch. That's why they're doing the Mark Millar Ultimate. Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. Well, they already did that with the Rise of Silver Surfer, with Galactus being that hive thing instead yeah, of like the hive and ones. and the Magneto character. But now, yeah, but this is going to be even more because it's going to be a younger. They're looking at casting younger people as yeah. the Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm not excited about that at all. <laughs> not either. But it's okay. The thing with Fantastic Four is, and I'm going to go on, you can't do with the origin anymore. Like, the Fantastic Four in the Marvel Universe is that first family, and they kind of, it's the Earth 2 kind of quandary for Marvel. It's, they have to be the elder statesman, the Reed Richards has to be that guy that other people go to and be like, hey, am I going too far? And Reed Richards always being that good guy, and the reason he's a good guy is because he has Sue to steer him on the right path. Like, it's... And he needs to... That that, that family, that has to be just kind of like... If you're going to do a movie with the Fantastic Four, that's where you start. You don't yeah. start with the origin anymore. It was fun with that, you know, campy kind of Fantastic Four movie they did originally. Okay, you got that out of the way. Now just no, no. They've been heroes longer than these Avengers. Yeah, like let them be 
who who the Fantastic Four are in the Marvel Universe, which is... Because you have to have that Sue and Reed kind of that parent with the civil the sibling rivalry that is the Thing and Johnny but, Storm. But not only are they the parent for those two sibling rivalries, but they are their parent for the rest of the Marvel Universe. Yeah. And, and unfortunately, with Fox... So the Marvel Universe doesn't really interact with the Fantastic Four because it's the X-Men. It's like, no. like you don't even get spider well, No, you could. They, no, that's they, Sony, have talk, they have talked. You were supposed to see, what was it, Spider-Man in... No, you're supposed to see Wolverine in Amazing Spider-Man. Really? You were supposed to have seen him because they've been were talking or something about that. That's kind of cool with Sony. You know, it's one of those things where... The whole reason they I didn't won't. film it is they couldn't find the costume, the Wolverine costume for Hugh Jackman from the X-Men movies, I think is what they said they didn't, why they didn't do it. Mm. Which... It's lame. Just give him a freaking leather, you know, yeah, leather coat. Matter. Nobody cares Flannel shirt. what he's wearing. Yeah. yeah. Most of the girls wish he wore less. I understand this. Especially if he's singing and dancing. I, I, I got the reference. I just don't know why you said it. It's because it's fun. But what I'm saying is, like, I think the Fantastic Four really doesn't work with Fox because they can't, they can't be. I would like Reed Richards can't be taking a call from Tony Stark. Yeah, and being like, yeah, you're not going to get that Marvel family. Yeah, everyone coming to them, and I think the Fantastic Four would work more, would work better as like. Marvel's doing with the Netflix stuff because it's not going to work as a motion picture. But if you can set up a 13 episode show with them, everything building towards that and having that kind of fringy kind of feel to it, I think it would work better. I think the Fantastic Four are the lightning rod to bring the cosmic stuff to Earth. They're they're like, OK, Thanos and all that yeah, and Galactus. You, you feel and- that way, but. It's, but they have the Avengers now. No, and yeah. they have Guardians of the Galaxy over at Marvel to do that. Oh, I'm afraid for Guardians what, of the Galaxy. I'm excited. I'm, 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 I'm looking so forward scared. to that just being like I a am. fun, crazy action shoot 'em up. I think that has but, such an ability. Did you get to see Thor yet? No, not yet. I well, have a feeling like that could be such there's, a There's talks, though, that with Fox, they have access to the rights for the inhuman characters. Mm-hmm. And they could make the Inhumans, kind of their X-Men franchise. Like, they could try to spin that out of Fantastic Four and have a whole nother family of stuff to exploit, pretty much. Yeah. Well, where does Black Panther fall? Because Black, Pan- Black Panther... Black Panther's over at Marvel, though. Yeah, they, but he originally... He originally showed, appeared in yeah. Avengers. Oh, I thought it was Fantastic Four. Okay, my bad. So, he's he's at Marvel. It's these... Marvel it's, Disney. Mm-hmm. Like, they're quote-unquote working mm-hmm. on Black Panther still. Like, that's one of the things that's in the hopper for Phase 4 or 5, wherever they're thinking down mm-hmm. the road. And I think it would be smart for Fox to capitalize on the characters that they have access to because, yeah, they can do X-Men and Fantastic Four, but as big as those universes are, mm-hmm. you can only do so much before you're like, okay, what do we do next? So start 
branching out. I wouldn't be surprised if we get some sort of inhuman appearance in the Fantastic Four movie because then three years down the road, it's like, hey, here's Inhumans. As much as I'd like to see an Inhumans movie, like a live action thing, I just think it would be almost impossible to mm-hmm. do and hold true to those characters. But and even if they Fox. did, even if they did yeah. a tw- you know a slight, not, we we just had this discussion. It's know. Fox. They're they don't right. need to hold true. They just needed to perform. Right? Yeah. The Inhumans. All I know is they fucking have like Black Bolt, like having huge conversations. I'm gonna. <laughs> I will like beat everyone to death in that theater. The Inhumans for whatever <laughs> with my, reason with a bag of popcorn. Do they're like. Why is Black Bolt talking? And John's just like, I'm going to kill you. You feel the same as me. It's like people seeing the red ether in uh, Thor and thinking it's... Paul, you didn't see Thor. I can't make references. Okay, fine. I won't. The Inhumans are... <laughs> we to just me. talked about that, too. Go see Thor. Go see I, Thor. I want to. I just haven't got You have free time. tickets. Like, why? What? what has been holding you up? The Christmas season and me being too busy to do it. I'm writing a Christmas episode of the Magnum Boardcast, guys, uh, with you guys. We've worked for maybe a total of three hours on that. Don't give me that shit. But what a three hours. Oh, but what a three hours. But the Inhumans, for, for me, always equates to the DCU's uh, Legion of Superheroes, where it's a lot of characters, a lot of kind of crazy powers that honestly don't make sense that most people don't care about. And there will be an, like, con- like, nobody knows. Nobody knows. I mean, you got Black Bolt, Medusa, Lockjaw, the guy that knows, like, they can pinpoint your... Kraken. Kraken? Karanak. Karanak. Yeah. I don't know how it's pronounced. Black Bolt's crazy brother, and then there's that one strong guy. I don't even know what his name is. <laughs> that's, that's it. And Terragon Gases. Yeah. Yeah. It's like and then there's, there's a whole public that have that, boy. that he's he's the king he's the king of all these people you never get to see the people yeah you see the people uh, what's Namor gonna show up and where is he gonna show up yeah he could be one of those characters that both can claim rights to like, like Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver mm-hmm. it's, it's it's tough blurred lines man they're gonna have to twerk it out. I like that song. I know its lyrical content is terrible, but Robin Thicke can write a fun, catchy song. I don't even know the song, so I don't know. It's a great song. I'm gonna I'm gonna play it while we pour out the next beer. That's all I know. Good thing we got another beer. We got another beer, and uh, last week you heard us rave about how much we loved Backwoods Bastard. Uh, Chris just said he's bought his third four pack of it. I'm on my second, and I've got really? it. You're only on your second. I bought it three. I got it three times at a bar, though. Mm, yeah. And uh, I, I, I abs- at a bar. I absolutely love it. And this is last year's. We actually found that we we. I thought we saved one. We found it. Uh, we drank it on eleven fourteen twelve. And this is a year old backwoods bastard. Uh, age an ale aged in oak bourbon barrels. Um, to me, as good as the Backwoods Bastard is fresh, to me this kind of tastes like those other 
bourbon-aged beers. Where I think Backwards Bastard is probably around my number one. It is probably staggering with something else I can't remember that I had mm-hmm. to to number number one, number two, and number th- my number three would be Mother of All Storms. Yeah. Oh wow, number three dropping quick. You've been having a lot more though. Yeah. We've had we've had so much more. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, I I, I imagine that number one, number two is got to be one of those voodoo beers. Mm-hmm. The bourbon age ones because I really love those, but I, like I don't remember. I don't ones. remember. I don't remember which ones are mm-hmm. which, and we have them all. We had them months ago, and now we have some year old ones now. So it's tough Coming to say. Yeah, but Backwoods Bastard is the one that I know that I absolutely love, and you know that every year he can go out buy a four pack, yeah, and get a fresh one. And yep. I I would not save another one i wouldn't let nope. it get to this point because it just tastes like any other bourbon age beer you could get it's mellowed out so much from what you can just go out and buy like it's lost everything that makes it the beer that i've gone out and been like i'm gonna pay the 1150 for <laughs> paul's giving me like big for the, I- like for the four pack paul's giving me like, like big not- eyes and he's chewing on his finger it's good but it's not it, it's not as full of a taste as mm-hmm. I've come to expect. Like I was hoping for a little bit more, but it's kind of mellowed out at the back. And it has more of that alcohol bite to it on the back end. Like it's it's there, like on the back of your tongue, a I, little I bit. Get, no, I still get the like the bourbon. Yeah, you get like, the linger. you, you like, get the there, bourbon but... more than I think you get in the fresh one. Mm, no. Because I feel like I get a little more vanilla. You get all it's those just, levels of flavor. And I, I kind of want to take a sip from your other cups because I'm drinking a completely different beer. Because, man. But, Paul, you haven't been buying the four packs. I, I, I had, I, I've had it last week and I had it at Pizza Plant and I've. Yeah. I had a. I, I, I haven't been I, drinking it I, I regularly, but. I had one yesterday. I, I, <laughs> I, had, I had one yesterday. And the whole time is I was halfway through my glass and I was like. I need to slow down because I haven't eaten dinner, mm-hmm. and I'm halfway through this, and it's a 10.2 percent beer. I had one yesterday, and I went to sleep after because, like, <laughs> yeah. when I took that sip, I was like, "Whoa, mm-hmm. like this is just so mellow." It's mellowed out a little, and I agree. But man, the complexity of that oak barrel com- has come through a lot more. The- that back end, I get a l- lot of oak. Just this really rustic, just boom, big flavor. It's like a red wine. I'm not saying that it's it's bad. I, mm-hmm. it, it's definitely good at this point, but yeah. it's not it's not the the beer that I. It's I've not fe- a sweet. It's anymore. not the beer that I fell in love with this year. Yeah. Last year when we first had it, it was probably one of the first bourbon age beers we had. I think we panned it. We can go back and look at 1114 and see what we mm-hmm. said about it. I'm. I think we did because I did not take note of it at all. Yeah, we panned it. It was too big of a beer for us. Yeah. And, uh, at that time, and now that we've come to really appreciate and know what we're looking for in bourbon beers, that it's still a good beer, but it's like all the other ones where the fresh one has that vanilla. It's got so much going on for it. On untapped, I got, I got it all. But here's the thing: on untapped, I'm checked into Backwoods Bastard at a four point five. I, I would not put this at a four point five. 
man, I'm definitely at least a 4.5 on this right now because I'm like, I man, wish, this I is... wish we had a fresh one here. Just say you could try it like right now and be like, no. I feel like it's Parks I feel... and Rec where Chris Traeger makes like his turkey burger <laughs> right, right. with like the aioli and it's like a fusion burger. Mm-hmm. And then Ron Swanson just comes in and is like, it's a burger. You can put ketchup on it if you want. I don't yeah. care. This is that just, it's a hamburger burger. Like, for the original Backwoods Bastard. I mean, mm-hmm. like, this is that, Dude. like, no, it's an aged Backwoods Bastard. Like, no. I get a lot more oak on the back end than I do on a Backward Bastard. I think, I think there what? is some mellowing and there is some sweetness that is lost, but I kind of, I live five that. minutes away. Do we want to pause it? <laughs> Alright. Alright, so John, Thank you so much for running back and getting a fresh bottle of Backwoods Bastard uh, from Founders. And I was not allowed to sip this beer off microphone. And I gave John what my review was from what I re- from my memory. From your memory. And what was it again, John? Because I can't remember what uh, I just said. What you said was it's a really good bourbon beer. You get the flavor, but sir, you get a little bit syrupy on the back end. Mm-hmm. And with the aged one, you lose that syrupiness and you gain that more oaky flavor. And you can understand what I was. Saying. And I can understand what you're saying, but like the syrupiness, I don't see a syrupiness, but like a nice sweetness to mm-hmm. it. Where on the tail end of this, you get the oak, but I feel you get a little more of the alcohol. Okay. Mm-hmm. That you you lose out with that sweetness to alcohol ratio. Okay. And I, they're both good beers. I mean, to me, it's a three three point nine beer with the aged one, and then a five pointer with the oak. And and as I said when we were talking off air, is I have to give. I was giving backwards the this year's a four point five, yeah. but the fact that I keep going back and buying it at at, a, that at a, a, a like a twelve dollar price range for a four pack, mm-hmm. that's reserved for a five five point beer. Yeah, Chris, you've yeah. bought three of it. I, I've bought I agree. I've yeah. bought two, and I've bought three on tap, which two on tap equals the price of yeah a four pack. And uh, I just took another sip, and I, I think my review kind of holds true. It's it's smooth. It's very smooth all the way through. It's that same unique, that same kind of flavor of that nice bourbon, just smooth vanilla sweetness all the way through. You let it sit after you swallow. You do get a little bit of a warm sensation, but it's not a burn. It's not it's the not, dragon breath. No. It's just letting you know. Slow down a little bit, boy. Uh, yeah, and but it to me on the tongue right mm-hmm. now after taking a mm-hmm. sip, there's so much flavor still yeah. happening in your mouth. Mm-hmm. It's and, a full mouth beer, and I yeah. didn't get that from the aged one. The aged one, you get great flavor of the oak up front. Mm-hmm. You get that bourbon. You know you're drinking an aged beer. It's delicious, but then that back end, you get that little. You get more of that alcohol. You don't get the burn, but you get mm-hmm. alcohol. I, yeah, yeah. And it doesn't have that all-around mouth joy that I think the new one gets. See, it's a, I, for whatever reason, I, I just feel like this older one. So, no, I'm saying like, taste the old to the new. Oh, no, I, like, I don't. It's it is. 
that that warm where I all I got was what like a warming sensation, and I do have all that sweetness still lingering in the mouth from the fresh. That H one, I get a dance of the oak, just this wood oak flavor, and just the, the different flavors than just. I, I feel this I, is very good, but it's it's not one note. It's definitely I, not, but it's that same flavor all the way through. From the age one, I just got the barrel. Mm-hmm. I didn't get the mixture and just mm-hmm. coalition of everything that I do from even this one. And mm-hmm. I would say this is probably an off bottle compared to the other ones that I've had from just like the past couple packs I've bought to. Like oh. this isn't the best bottle I've had of the more recent bottlings. Yeah, I keep on trying to go back and forth and just like make sure that I'm trying to really dissect every. And I'm not the someone yet. They were they were dusty glasses. They, we I'm not. We drank KBS out of these glasses in the spring. Yeah, and, and these I have washed them and then we and sat they've them. sat out there. I tried blowing in them, That's but fine. I, I had like, I think it might have been styrofoam in my glass, but I just poured it anyways. <laughs> I don't think it really messes with the flavor that much. No, but I really do enjoy the. Aged one. I'm not saying more, but I enjoy the complexity. You enjoy the of it. complexity and of I that oak. You, I, I wouldn't knock it down at a, a star value at all, comparatively. Like, I think they both bring something I think, amazing to the table. I think they're both extremely good. Mm-hmm. I do enjoy getting that more. You really do taste the oak. You taste mm-hmm. that cask yeah. as, as Chris said. But I think you just get so much more flavors. Mm-hmm. Out of the fresh, right? So much so that, like, I, I don't know if I'd even say, like, all right, take one of my okay, yeah. bastards yeah. and let's. You spent. There's a lot of investment in that one yeah. bottle. You want to get every bit of enjoyment it's not out like, of each bottle as possible. And I, I just spent twenty five dollars on mm. Bourbon County for us. Yeah, and that is definitely. One this year, one next year, one the year after, and one the year after. Mm-hmm. Like that, twenty-five dollars in investment in trying these one after another. And I want to write down the numbers of our episode where we reviewed it, so we can listen to what we thought that year to then that next or year. Or edit it in our yeah thoughts and then. But because I want to say, okay, this is what I thought last year. I remember us not liking Backwoods Bastard. Mm-hmm. But for over that year from last year, becoming a Founders fanboy, saying, like, no, yeah. these guys know what they're doing. Yeah. What, when do we have this? Like, why? I, I, was it during a certain month it, of anything? It was or? just – it was a Founders beer. Founders had just come out mm-hmm. to us, and we grabbed it. We grabbed a four-pack, and we all had one and saved the the fourth. But I remember it just being too big for us. Yeah. It is. It's good, though. It it's... Good. I, I love this beer. I, I absolutely love this beer. If I could drink it year-round, I probably wouldn't want to drink it in the summer, but... It took us winter... until Voodoo when... Until we really were like, you know what? When I said, I think I like bourbon. No, it was it was Mother of All Storms. Mother of yeah, All Storms that's, that's is the one, one that did it for is me. that I said... Okay, bourbon aged beers, and then our big our big spending on bourbon aged beers was voodoo. Voodoo, and I don't think yeah. we went. We the Grand Met is the only thing that was in the Apple Brandy was the only thing that wasn't good out mm-hmm. of that pack. Yeah, 
And we traded it away. We traded our extra away. Gone. And uh, we got those, we got a bourbon aged gingerbread yeah. stout. Which was good. Which I liked more than the Merrymaker. Mm-hmm. Well. Yeah. Come on, you bourbon age anything and you're gonna like it. Now. But, but will we like what comes out in Batman vs. Superman? Um, this is the same, same thing with Guardians of the Galaxy where Man, there's a lot of characters already in Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, how many villains are in that one now? You got you got uh, the Collector, you got, you got Amy, uh, Pond. Amy Pond, and Thanos. So, sorry, until Amy Pond is going to be but Amy do Pond we, in forever. Do forever. we know we have Thanos as a full villain, or is it going to be just no. like a presence in the background? I think it's a presence in the background for just mm-hmm. down the road, maybe. And it's one of those things where I'm like. And, are they going to be trying to do too much, explain too much? And with the collector, not to spoil anything for Paul, who hasn't seen Thor, but I think the collector is just going to be kind of one of those like run-in characters, like where the Guardians run into him at one point, and that's it. Oh, okay. I, I don't know. Like mm-hmm. I could be wrong, but I I don't see it being too much of a a thing. A thing. Well, no, the thing is in Fantastic Four. Oh. You knew I was going there. I didn't, but you did. Um, We've had a lot of happenings with Batman versus Superman. Mm -hmm. Not only is it Batman and Superman, like we talked about in Week and Geek, we have Wonder Woman appearing it. There's been rumors about casting for Dick Grayson. There's talk now that we're going to have two villains in it from the Superman universe. Yeah. And like you talked about, mm-hmm. do you think it's going to be too big of I'm, a movie? I'm hoping, yeah, I'm hoping that it isn't. Like I, I was saying over breakfast this morning, and we don't live together. No. Sometimes <laughs> well, breakfast. John and I do. Chris and I do. Yeah. Uh, but we, we were writing our bagging board yeah. Christmas special. If you follow us over on Facebook, you, you know that. And we started talking about it, and we're like, you know what, this... This, let's record this. This this is our episode for night tonight, obviously, because we all had kind of a lot to say. And I was like, and we didn't have an idea for tonight's show. Money's <laughs> on that, but okay. Uh, I'm like, if you can get, you know, the big rumor is that for even before they announced that it was the sequel to Man of Steel was going to be Batman versus Superman, Lex Luthor would come in as the like hero of Metropolis. He's rebuilding. He's putting investment back into it. He's getting people back to work to rebuild Metropolis. He's becoming the face and he's he's got that you ego um maniacal, maniacal like need to be the center of the spotlight of I'm a homegrown hero rebuilding my hometown. And this Metropolis is my hometown. And him hating that this alien has all these powers because he was just happened to be born with them. You know, and he doesn't trust them, and he wants, and he doesn't understand why the attention is on this alien. And he's going to work in the background, but he's not going to be the center stage of the movie. Yeah. He's the guy that's going to be pulling those strings mm-hmm. in the background. He's present. And you're probably going to see that he's the guy that set everything up, like, at the end. That's mm-hmm. how I see, like, oh, it's two villains, it's Lex Luthor, and it's blank. It's not yeah, exactly. Catwoman and Penguin from Batman Returns. Yeah. You know, it's it's, not. it's Bane 
with Talia pulling the strings. Yeah, yeah that's even better. Yeah. You know, and and I think that's how you're going to see it cuz oh, you're going to get those villains. They've been talking about Lex Luthor. You, you you can't do a second Superman movie without some presence of Lex Luthor and not just oh, he was his name was on the truck that they destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you have to see him. And I think as Paul said like having that Oh, I'm the savior of Metropolis. Yeah. Superman might have saved he the might world. Have ruined Metropolis. I'm I'm, the I'm rebuilding it and rebuilding it by putting computer systems throughout it that turns mm-hmm. out to be Brainiac or who knows? Yeah, maybe who, he harvested some of the you know it, it, some of that technology. Yeah. Who knows? Um, but something that would have to bring that would have to bring. Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman together, I think would be a Brainiac technology I... that came from Acropolis to set up a JLA movie. You're only going to bring these superheroes together mm-hmm. in the next movie, which yeah, yeah. has got to be a Justice League movie. I I want to say I agree with you there. Bring the heroes together there. I think it would be a real misstep if Wonder Woman is really Wonder Woman, yeah, in I, costume, and her name isn't on the title because they keep DC keeps on saying the the Trinity, the Trinity, and then I think the you're gonna see if she's gonna be yeah, it's like you know, I, there then then make it a Trinity movie and not just Batman versus Superman. I, I think this is going to be the Black Widow to Iron Man two. Yeah. You're going to see her pop up and she will have a presence and she's going to have her own scene. If it's Diana Prince who does something out but of the normal, no, you're not going to have that because it's already been announced. We have Gail got it, got it mm-hmm. as Wonder Woman. It's not we've cast someone in a role mm-hmm. and you see it in IMDb where it's her as Diana Prince. It's they this broke. This was news. Wonder Woman is in the movie. After credit, sorry, John. No, I, I'm yeah, just saying after credit, like she's in the movie, but she's there to set up I, the Justice League movie. My, my point is is building off of your Black Widow. Is she was Black Widow, but you only saw her Black Widow, you know, going into that building to stop the drones. She beat up a couple guys. That's all she really did. And I think that's what you're going to see is Diana Prince kind of in that, somehow in that area, beating up some guys. And then maybe like you see like, you know, her, her, what are the, the bracelets or whatever. And then, I, cause you know, Chris is like saying no. No, I, I'm excited because I'm going to say no, they're going bigger. Tilt bet. I hope I, I I haven't had a tilt in a while. I know. See, that's the thing. <laughs> tilt even, I don't care yeah, what right, happens. I, let's just get tilts tomorrow yeah. and drink them. <laughs> that's an awful idea. I don't know. Every, I, every, every time tilt every is mentioned, five. it's an awful the, the idea. The people that live below us, I don't know what they cooked, but it smells delicious. It smells so good today. Right? It was like Italian or chili. I couldn't tell, and I'm like, I want to do both. Italian I have chili? No, I was I like have a Diablo crop. 3, and I was just like... Oh, it smells really good there. <laughs> and then I was like, John's going to come home and be like, what did you make? And I was going to be like, it, nothing. It was downstairs. I, the thing was, is I walk in and I'm like, oh, it smells so good. And I'm like, I go upstairs. 
if he made that buffalo chicken soup, I'm going to ask for a bowl. And then I no, came up there and I was like, nothing. I want to do. We have to get that pot back from I'll, I'll get it. I'll get it tomorrow. Uh, I have all the accoutrement. But I have, like, I, I, I have a... I have a recipe to do like crock pot enchilada chili, Ooh. and I'm like, I'm doing that tomorrow because that smell downstairs just smells so good. But what's the recipe up, for success? I'll, I'll make that. I'll Batman make the crock pot. Superman. You grab the tilt. Sounds great. The thing is, if if Wonder Woman is big part of this film, I'll feel like they shortchanged her by not. Including her, it's Here, the Batman and Robin again. Here, and that, here's that girl's the thing. In it, well, and what if? They don't all right, her they've the they've sold us on they've sold us on Batman versus Superman. Hey, Wonder Woman's in it. Now, what if all of a sudden, oh, the release date is mm-hmm. you know 2015, and then all of a sudden when you're waiting for that, oh, what's the title? They pop up Justice League. But they announced that the title was Batman versus Superman, right? Yeah, but it's Batman versus Superman. It's oh, the next movie we're doing is Batman versus Superman. They don't have an official title for it. Yeah, I don't think they're ready for that yet. I see. I think but, that's too. But my my thing is, you're having Batman versus Superman, and that, and then bloop, it's Wonder Woman. Like it's I, such a it's such a crazy thing. I just looked it up right now to uh, see like okay when's the release date again and what's up? Yahoo News in the UK has that the Flash is set to make an appearance in Batman versus Superman. So that's just spec. I think that's just speculation right now. Yeah, yeah, I've uh, heard anything. This else, speculation but... comes a few days after Gail Gabot was confirmed as Wonder Woman and Zack Snyder's eagerly anticipated follow-up, joining Ben Affleck and Her- but Her- I th- Henry Cavill. Here's, as here's my Batman. thing: is right it's from right before News. right before Man of Steel came out, they said if Man of Steel does good, Zack Snyder is doing Justice League. Mm-hmm. After the movie comes out. They announce Batman versus Superman. A couple months later, rumored Wonder Woman's going to be in it. Wonder Woman's cast. Mm-hmm. I mean, they can they can pull you know that do what J.J. Abrams does with no no they're not doing that we're not we're not going to be doing this blah 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 and I I would not be surprised if all of a sudden. Justice League movie. I think a Justice League movie is too big and it's too much to put out right now. I I, I, I think if I agree, but the way this is building, and I don't I don't understand how they, you, you do Batman, Superman, and then shoehorn Wonder Woman in without it being bigger than what it's yeah going to be. I, I'm with John kind of on this. Like, it's, I. They've pulled the plug on Wonder Woman so many times. Mm-hmm. Like not only on TV, but also in the movies. Yeah, like Joss Whedon was announced that he was going to be doing. Yeah, and th- that's the thing. Like I don't think they're go- ready to go that big because Man of Steel did really well, and people like the old Batman movies that don't have anything to do with this one. I think that's way too big of a jump for them to make. Because remember, this is. Warner Brothers, and they're trying to get their footing. Like they're not going to throw all their eggs in one basket this fast. But they've been trying to do the Justice League movie for the last 
two years? More than that. No, since it's, it's since been we've more. been doing the podcast. Yeah. They've been talking about building they, towards But they've been Justin. talking to build towards it, and we were supposed to have a script. They wanted Ben Affleck to Common as Green direct. Mm-hmm. They wanted, they've wanted this so bad that I wouldn't be surprised that, you know, this year at San Diego Comic-Con, they're ready to reveal something, and then they go... And here's Batman, Superman. They show like a clip, and it ends with Justice League. No, no. I, I understand where Chris. Is. I understand where I'm Chris. Right, is. They're, they're, I'm in the middle here's here. Here's the thing. I am exactly. Chris, this you is the are. first time. And I'm like, Chris said, "No, you're getting full Wonder Woman." And yeah. I said, "If they're gonna go full Wonder Woman, then it's they're Justice, gonna go Justice it's basically League." Basically, Justice League at that point. Because you can't have those three characters without it being boom. Yeah. Team movie, yeah. You, you can though. And yeah. if you, I, what, see, I see what. Oh, you. you I, and easily this is the go. first time I've ever been stuck in the middle. And, wow. and here's the Enjoy thing. It, and Paul. here's the thing. I'm my. I'm going off of this because Chris says full Wonder Woman. I mm-hmm. say you're not going to get a full, you know, quote unquote Wonder and I'm Woman. I'm kind of there with this. John, where I'm like, well, if you call it Batman versus Superman, and you have a full Wonder Woman, you're shortchanging now, Wonder Woman. But and here's the thing. She's part of How the did they play I, off casting Marion Cotillard as Talia Al Ghul? She was the villain though, and they she, wanted they, to make they it named a her another character. Yeah. And they said that she was what going to be like a love interest tycoon character. And she she was. Mm-hmm. They. But this is the opposite they, of that. Exactly. They, didn't they announced Gail got it as as one woman. Mm-hmm. You, you will have one woman. It's not going to be that, like, no. Why it's, did they do this? It's a surprise. Like, boom, one woman's here. Yeah. They're not going to go full Justice League yet, though. You can have the Trinity without the rest of the Justice League. But then you, you need you but can't just call it Batman Superman. And that's that. I, that's what I'm saying. It's but Iron but Man two wasn't Iron Man, and here comes Black Widow. Yeah, but Black Widow is more yeah. of a. I, and who's Black Widow though? She's to the more movie of going a. Who, who's Wonder Woman to the movie going populous? She's Linda Carter from the 1970s television show when every people that people know behind. people mo- know more who Wonder Woman is mm-hmm. than Black Widow. Yeah. Black people, Widow is more of a character okay. that made it. Surgeons, people know. People know Catwoman more than Black Widow too. How did that movie do? And that was fully devoted to Catwoman. Yeah, but it wasn't Catwoman. Are we gonna get Wonder Woman? But oh. You're saying you're saying full I Wonder Woman. I'm saying you're I'm not saying, gonna get I'm that full. I'm saying it's full. gonna be all Wonder Woman, not Diana Prince. But who's Wonder Woman gonna be? We don't know yet. How much screen time are you saying is gonna be devoted to this Wonder Woman? Are we? I'm, I'm saying 15 minutes. Max. Are we splitting? Okay. Are we splitting Max. hairs on? There, there we go. That's that's the whole argument. All right, it's so 15 minutes. We're splitting of hairs Woman of versus who it's how it how she's gonna be portrayed in the movie versus yeah. like maybe 30 minutes of her running around as Diana Prince and then five minutes as Wonder Woman. So 25 minutes of Diana Prince like doing things behind the scene and then five minutes of at the end, being like, no, I got powers, I'm cool, I got bracelets. Wonder Woman. He's saying, 15 minutes of her on Themyscira being like, these boys don't know how to behave. Yeah, I see it more of, like, oh, we have a uh, uh, representative of blah 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 island from da da da. Yeah, you Greg know? Rucka style of yeah. introducing yeah. Princess Diana. 
Just splitting hairs. No, it is splitting hairs. It but is. that's okay. It, this is all speculation. It, it is. That's it, what drives our conversation, and yeah. hopefully, and that's why we what, didn't what talk I love about is like this. we are like opposite sides of the table, but we're basically talking about the same thing. Yeah. And I build off of your argument to say, well, if that's going to be that, but no, 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 I'm really actually, you know, basically with you on this. Yeah, I'm trying. To- I'm trying to. I'm trying to piece it. Paul together. is actually. If you if you look yeah. at this table, Paul is actually directly in between. We're us. in a, like a pyramid formation. And here's the thing: is I don't disagree with Chris. No, no. And we're all on the same wavelength, but just saying it a little differently until we actually figure out like. Oh, that's what you're actually saying? That's and 15 minutes? It's not a basically, Wonder Woman movie? Basically, plus? when we see this, we're both going to be like, no, you have to drink the tilt. No, you have to drink the tilt. Hey, let's just drink no, it together. I, I'm standing fast. This is not going to be a Justice League movie, though. Well, that was, It's no, only 15 tilt. minutes of Wonder Woman. Yes, yeah, I agree. Yes, yes. I was building off of... You no, said, no, you said, said like, you said no, it was full not, Wonder Woman. You said full Wonder Woman. I said yeah. if they're going to do full Wonder Woman, then you're going to see a full Justice You're going to have full Wonder Woman, but it's only going to be for like 15 minutes. Okay, well, we need You're that. not going to have a Diana Prince character. We need that star and then reading that. the footnote. I, I swear I said that. It's well, yeah, be, after I asked be, you how many minutes. Yeah, yeah, I said you're not going to have Diana Prince. It's going to be, you're going to have a Wonder Woman okay. in there. Mm-hmm. And then I said, well, yeah, like, I can understand that if it's, like, at the end, like, to tie into a Justice League movie, and you're like, no, no, full Wonder Woman in the movie, Paul. And I'm like, well, I don't know Whatever. And, again, this is all speculation, but you're going to have... We we barely even talked about villains, and that's what kind of spawned all this. We talked about Lex Luthor. But you will have Lex Luthor being that, like, I'm going to step up and be the hero for this city so I can place myself in power. And I think you're going to have almost like Bruce Wayne, like, combating against that. Mm -hmm. Like, he's going to come in because, no, like... This is a land grab, and I don't want... It's a land grab. I need to keep this city safe. Because this dude's shady, and then you have an alien that's keeping yeah. his eye on everything. So you're going to have that Bruce Wayne and Batman in there. And it's and the then, old Batman, too. Older it, Batman. That's, that's older like Batman. the rumor. And yeah. it's going to be like, I don't trust this alien either. And, I want to well, get into Metropolis to be able the to other thing is, is he, he's going to, they said that he's going to have his, he's going to have drones. He's going to have the bat drones. Hmm. It makes sense because of the world we live in now. Yeah. Amazon's talking about sending out drones to deliver shit. Everyone's got drones. Hey. But then I think what we're going to have is the Amazonians with their representative. <laughs> the Amazonians with their drones? With the, with, no. Delivering their packages? They're invisible drones. But you, you're going to have some Nicely sort of done. alternate threat. Most like I'm thinking probably a Brainiac or... Parasite mm-hmm. character, but you're gonna have the Amazonians sending their representative then to say, "Oh, the world's been attacked. Be We're like, sending our representative to yes. help with the rebuilding. Help with this is a mm-hmm. world issue. It's not just about yeah. Metropolis. Yeah, because remember, not only was Metropolis destroyed, but some poor schlub city in India. Because <laughs> it's true, it's on the opposite side <laughs> of the world, the exact opposite side of the world." Uh, so yeah, I, I I agree with that, and I see Brainiac being more of the threat or villain. We, we hope. I I would love but, to see Brainiac, done, I, because you've gotten like Batman like, versus Luther Brainiac so much. though. Like, 
But there's so many different versions of Brainiac and how it's going to be. And it could be... And Brainiac already showed up in Man of Steel. The floating, like, robot. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Brainiac. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it it can be some type of Luther messing with it, Acropolis thing coming in, or Apocalypse Mm -hmm. coming in and leading up to Justice League versus... Dark side. All right. Throwing this out there, I think if you you do see Brainiac, it's going to be a Kryptonian based, like sentient yeah. android system that's trying to re not, recreate, not recreate, but preserve yeah. like Krypton, Krypton yeah. on Earth, and yeah. it's gonna well, seek to rebuild there using Krypton, yeah, like uh, DNA. Isn't that what, what we, we got just, in that, the Man of Steel? Yeah. Yeah. But I don't want to uh, see it rehashed. It's Batman Hashtag versus, rehashed. Batman oh, versus, hashtag. Uh Batman versus Lex Luthor makes sense. And then you just do the superpower thing and I understand. Superman versus Brainiac. Okay. It's it's Man of Steel again, but we got that little bit of panache like, with it, it's more subtle Terminator yeah. than because like when human. you snap the neck of Brainiac, nobody cares. Yeah, because <laughs> it's a it's a robot. Yeah, it's, it's a, robot. a robot. But I don't know. And like, people won't be like, "That's not Superman. Superman doesn't kill." Well, I'm just yeah, thinking. He's not Superman yet. He's Man of Steel. Back to the like Earth One graphic novel with Parasite. Like that was a very well done mm-hmm. Parasite book. Yeah, you can. I know, and that's it's, into the it's comic not books. movie. It's not movie, but it's not movie. Level. You can. Like tweak it. You you could do a good parasite where you have okay. He's drawing the power from Superman. He's feeding off of it. Mm-hmm. But then you have Batman coming in, and you have dressing that. as Superman and tricking parasite. No, no, to no. I'm not. I'm not Superman going. Bat- I'm not him. going Batman Superman. I'm just going. <laughs> Batman shows up because he doesn't have powers. There's nothing for parasite to drain off of there. Like. And that's where you get the team up, like them working together mm-hmm. after being at odds. Who knows? It's all speculation. Yeah, but that's what's fun. Yeah, I, I, if they're gonna do this, it has to tie into the Justice League movie that they want to do. I, I, I just have to say, like, it's got to lead somehow to. Mm-hmm. That, that's was, ultimately going to be their building block, no matter what movie they put out. See, I was excited coming out of the the Dark Knight movie. The, that was that's what it was. Yeah, Dark Knight. Uh, thinking, oh, well, this is how you do a Batman versus Superman movie. Batman's on the run. He's wanted by the cops. He's he's a fugitive now. Superman gets called in to clean it up. You know, he is. What do they call him? White Knight every once in a while? Or, yeah. you know, Bishop One or, you know, every once yeah. in a while in the, in the comic books, yeah. like, the president calls up Superman. They get, and, yeah, they get because Batman's the Dark Knight, you have mm-hmm. to have the White Knight. And yeah. I, I think that's, mm, my it's question, my question is, alright, so, they're gonna be going ahead with, we get Batman Superman with Batman Superman and Wonder Woman. We're gonna do the Justice League. They have those WB shows, yeah, or the CW shows. Mm-hmm. 
are we going to get those TV Flash, TV Green Arrow in it? I can see the Flash being in it, but Green Arrow's... See, I think Green Arrow is a tough call, mm-hmm. but if yeah. are you going to do the same Flash? Because he is, at this point... At, th- at this moment right now. If you were Yahoo the Barry, UK, you would believe yes. The Barry Allen, the Barry Allen that we've seen is a younger guy who's an assistant at the, you know, crime lab in, uh, I don't know, where the hell is Flash from? Coast City. No, not no. Coast City. Uh, Central. 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 Or Keystone, depending on which Flash you're talking about. So, True. you have, you have this younger character. Are we seeing that Point younger character? Are we seeing that younger character as Flash, or are we seeing an older character that's the guy that's grown up out of that younger character? Well, the problem is, is you have an aged Batman. How are you going to go into a Justice League without Batman being the forefront of the Justice League? Are you going to have Snapper Carr footing the bill? Or are you going to have Batman footing the bill? Like, and if he's an aged Batman... How long can that really last? Like, yeah, you're already setting yourself up for the end of the story. Yeah. Because Batman is the one that watches... Watchmen. Who watches the Watchmen? It's Batman. It's Batman. <laughs> you want the answer? It's Batman. It's it's what it is. It's, he's there. Brother Eye. All that jazz. Man. Old DCU was great. <laughs> Well, DC was great. Oh, I, 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 not to break off, but I'm really falling off the new DC. Yeah, we kind of talked about that. Yeah, we've the, talked about it a couple times. It, it's not. It's lost its luster, mm. like the novelty of it, because mm-hmm. so much of it is just continuing on. At least for what I've read, yeah. because Batman and Green Lantern, the two franchises that I followed, really didn't reset yeah they've just kind of continued on but they're younger batman's so good though <laughs> the batman can we batman back into the it. batman they're talking about the weekly batman book that's going to be coming out and green arrow are really the only things that i care about and I Swamp Thing if and man still jeff lemire drops off arrow mm-hmm. i probably will be dropping that yeah and it's it's tough I'm I'm more looking into all the indie books that are coming up that I will enjoy more. Holy awning. That's why I'm buying the indie Batman book with Batman Black and White. Right? Because you get that Batman The stories that you're I hoping want. to get that Batman that you really love because it's people who love Batman telling stories. And who want to get their paychecks. No, they want to get their stuff made <laughs> into statues. Oh. Oh, yeah. It's true. And we want to make our podcast into statues. We don't know how that works. <laughs> if you do, email us at contact at bangmorecast.com. But that won't help statues. us get, that won't help us get statues. You know how people how podcasts get statues? Hmm. Ratings and reviews on iTunes. Uh, Come on, Chris. I've never seen a podcast statue. It's a podcasty. <laughs> it's a Webby Award? Oh, the Webby. A Webby? A Webby Podcasty? I don't know. All I know is Kevin Smith, out of an idea they had on his podcast, made a movie of it. Ah, what movie is it? Tusk. This is one that's coming out next year, 2014. He has a movie coming out next year? Called Tusk. What about his hockey movie? I don't think that's no, he, happening. He canned the hockey movie to do Clerks 3. 
And that's not uh, Tusk is coming out before Clerks Three. Ah, uh, Kevin Smith. I was hoping to see your hockey movie. I watched Goon, thinking that oh, this must be the Kevin Goon Smith one. Goon wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It kind of had that slap shot kind of feel to yeah. it. Yeah. It was a. Was well, it based a, off of an actual? Yeah. No, it was written by. Uh, no, but it was based off yeah. true events in the because it's a minor league. Steve uh, Brashell or whatever his name is wrote it. Uh, you mean, uh, yeah, Brashell. Jay yeah, Jay Barishel. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Shebang! 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 <laughs> and we're out of here. We we got uh, there's other Tumblr, there's Facebook, there's Twitter. Yeah, if you found us, you've listened to us, yeah. you've listened to other episodes. Email. We've had a lot of beer Paul tonight. Chris, John at BaggingBroadcast.com. You know, you know, you know. Uh, you, you hopefully. I just want to put this out there. Our monthly. Are our okay. yearly our yearly lookbacks coming up? And every year we enjoy when you guys draw us pictures of your favorite Paul moments from the year. <laughs> oh, and I need to start uh, drawing one. These these are going to be great because there's great there's great moments with Paul, and uh, oh, we, we love to see these. Uh, to talk about this, you know how we have only so much room on our server. Yes. Uh, so I'm like having to take down old episodes to put up new episodes. I, I gotta talk to Scott again. And I, I came, I came across, uh oh, the next episode to take down is where Paul, where I really rant against, uh, Avatar Lesser. But you gotta leave that movie. out. You gotta leave that out. Wow. Yeah, that's what I said. I said, no, this one, this one has to That one forever. and the episode that says, like, Paul loses it. Yeah. That was Because when one. Paul throws up in her kitchen, it was one of her, my favorite moments. I don't take down the yearly lookbacks, the look forwards, the Christmas specials. Where I lose it, and I have a great... If you email us and say, hey, this is what made us like you, I leave that episode We'll up. leave that up there, and we'll put it back up. Mm-hmm. We'll have to talk to Scott about we'll putting it back We'll talk to Scott about up. that, but Scott... Yeah. But, okay. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, thanks for listening. Wonder Woman! Doo-doo-doo!